10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. Hello, hello, hello. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. So, what we're doing this episode? Well, we've got a returning guest. We've not seen him since 2019. Oh, my. Oh, I hear, I hear his voice. Dills is here. I hear his voice. Um, and uh, yes, who is that voice? Can you know, can you name that voice, Dills? No, listeners can't see Dills. Anyway, right. Well, let's let's run the theme music. When we come back, we'll reveal who that voice was. Dills looks very shocked. <laughs> is it a voice from your past, Dills? It's the voice from your past. It's come to haunch. <laughs> run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing for The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Uh, I'll go anywhere for the Delicious. Hello, captors. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you? Oh, yippee. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, my God, he hasn't found out my secret. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I am strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. But has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life podcast. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. And we're back. So, listeners, can you guess that? Actually, we should do it like they do on some um, uh, uh, guest. Say, say something and, and we'll see if we can guess who you are. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I don't have anything good to say. I was going to do uh, I was going to do our intro catch line to our podcast, but that would just give it away. Oh, that's okay. I think I think it's okay to to reveal who you are. It's Adam from Bow Monkeys. Deals just so excited. <laughs> oh, I, Adam, I was. It's good to have you here. I, I was looking. At, well, I, when I say you haven't been here since 2019, it's not strictly t- true because you've sent messages in, and there may be some other things you've done for us, but I couldn't possibly comment. Um, you may have done acting things, maybe. But, but, it's mysterious. Uh, it's mysterious. Um, but uh, what was I? I was going to set. I was going to find the actual episode number. Uh, where's it gone, Dales? It is. Ah, where is it? When you when you said 2019, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> That's why <laughs> I I yelled, "Oh my!" Um, <laughs> I believe it's been that long. Yeah. Um, you were you were last here on episode 295. 
um, that which was November the 9th, 2019. Uh, My goodness. I think, um, yeah, <laughs> it's been a long time, Tails. We've, we've finally lured him back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so one of the things we're going to be talking about is, or the majority of what we're going to be talking about, is music. Yeah. Um, yeah, and particularly um, music that we're currently listening to. Now, I, I, I've broken my rule this year. I mean, really, I have to have you to thank for getting me back into modern music because I was kind of, I'd lost my, I'd lost me away. <laughs> I'd lost me away sometime in the, in, in the teens. Um, yeah. I, I, I think music sort of come back to being more like what, what, what I like. Somewhere in the middle of the teens, it kind of went a bit unembellished, a bit sort of, well, like that, that Robin, that Robin album that came out, um, that, I, I, the, well, that was a few years ago now, wasn't it? What was that one called? There was the the, the most recent Robin album. It was it yeah. was very minimal compared to the, the to her her noughties and early teens yeah. albums, and, and and I didn't. I'm sorry, I just didn't like it as much because I like I like all the bippy boppiness, and there didn't seem to be enough bippy right. boppiness for me. Right, right. Um, what was it? Was that album called Honey? I know. I the think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah Honey. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I. I I agree with you completely as far as that album and like it's pleasant enough but it's yeah and even because I wasn't I somehow missed out on like the first album of Dua Lipa but going back to it it's not it's not the kind of Dua Lipa that I like in that I really like the sort of most again the most recent album which is much more embellished and and um um, and I don't know. I just, I just wasn't hearing, or, or you know, just there's no top of the pops. There's no, you know, all, yeah. all the good, all the really good stuff is not even in the charts. <laughs> yeah. Um, or stuff that should be in the chart. I, I can't see the difference between what's in the charts and what isn't in the charts. It's, it's just. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think streaming has streaming is wonderful because there's a lot of music I would never have listened to mm. that is now more readily available and uh, easy to discover, but it's ruined the charts and it's ruined a lot of um, new artists from getting exposure via people who pay attention to the charts because it's all the same people and it's kind of mm. gaming the system to get into the charts these days. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, uh, and um, I mean, you and I had things in common musically, anyway. Like some of the, I apologise if we said any of this four years ago, but <laughs> I can't remember what we said four years ago. But so we're yeah. saying it again, or we're saying it for the first time. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, we like Kylie, for instance. We we, yes. we we're both big fans of Kylie. And um, I, we probably said last the first time we spoke how, how you, when you used to live in the UK we um, we should have bumped into each other then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, to, I mean, the music was the music was really good around that time as well. <laughs> it was, it was. I was so excited to be in the land of girls allowed. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you never went, or did you go to pop stars the nightclub? Um, you weren't in London anyway, were you? You were up, you were up in the land of the Beatles. 
Yes, I was in Liverpool. I spent a little bit of time in London. Um, speaking of girls aloud, I was supposed to see them at GAY. Mm. And um, I was very angry with my boyfriend at the time because he did not get us there fast enough to get in line. Mm. So I missed it. I saw them. In, I, I didn't, I've never been to GAY that much. Why I hadn't, and I hadn't back then. But the one time I went was when they were there. Uh, but I think it was well, a bit earlier than you would have been over there. It, it was one with, I mean, it's probably on the internet for all I know. It probably is. But they started off and they were like, all they were like beds on the stage and they and they and they sort of emerged from the duvets and start mm-hmm. singing it's probably around the time of the show and all that sort of thing and they whip the duvets off and they've got they've got men in there it's quite shocking <laughs> <laughs> they've each got a man in the bed with them under the duvet <laughs> i love it um but oh, and i must have told i must have told you about um when sarah um Rest in peace, deals. Um, she came to my college where I used to work because her father was involved with the military services and or a particular charity, and she came to um, like give prizes out. Um, and I didn't, I didn't get to see her, but it was a, there was a bit of a thing going around because they were all the sort of senior military people were sort of men of a certain age, and they were kind of. Bit excited by this this dolly bird being in the building, and, and they weren't quite <laughs> sure who. I mean, uh, they weren't quite sure what to do, to uh, to do about it. But uh, um, that's cute. It, it, uh, um, but as I was going to say, I, I so the last two years uh, I've been keeping pod, uh, like playlists of, of songs I've liked. Um, mm. This year I'm breaking the rules slightly. Uh, I have a significant birthday this year, so it's allowed. Um, yes. Uh, in that I'm putting any song that I find this year, whether it be old or new, into my list. At the end of the year, I'll probably better separate the two. And um, but I, I'm revisiting a few old favourites. But I found already we're only two and a bit months in at time of recording, and, um, uh, and there's plenty of new stuff as well. Um, uh, yeah. It, yeah, I mean, inevitably some some stuff last year or the end of last year is is slipping in stuff that yeah i i kind of was a bit late i'm always a few months behind yeah. <laughs> um and when i'm not it's like ah <laughs> <laughs> like um because i go on the forum on facebook pop chops then they're in australia there, there used to be a, a podcast associated with them uh mm-hmm. but they haven't been hasn't been for ages but there's still a community out there and it's 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 that they're all mainly Australian music fans, and mm-hmm. I think they still have a night, like a a, a nightclub, um, event, like events and stuff. But um, okay. uh, so, sometimes I I get there, and I'm like, I, I always search because you can search the forums. I always make sure I search. I don't repost. I, I make sure that uh, yeah, that, that mm-hmm. no one else has posted that video already. Um, of and, and, and I'm like. They, they, they haven't posted this one <laughs> i'm like ahead of the game um but before i start mentioning some of the things in my list is is there stuff you know that you're really liking at the moment that may or may not be in my list um as, as you're the uh, one as you're the one who usually leads the way you really should start the uh, <laughs> gosh uh no there's a lot of crossover um between our two lists um mm. there's some stuff that I haven't listened to this is the first new music Friday of March. Mm. Um, 
so I haven't really listened to anything yet today. No. Um, and I know your main way to listen is not the same as mine. Like I, I'm uh, Spotify and you do yeah. Amazon, I think. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't always tell me that much that's new that, or, I, or I'm not looking in the right places. So you're one of my main sources. YouTube is one of my main sources in that it yeah. often it sort of thinks, oh, he's playing this or we'll try and get him to listen to, to this. That's a bit similar or it thinks it's a bit similar. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I really should be, yeah, being a bit more like I should be going on Spotify more and looking at new, new playlists and stuff. Yeah, it's it's hard um, to keep up, but like at least some of the things I like about Spotify, there are plenty of problems with it. But um, if you follow or listen to specific artists, you they create a playlist for you called Release Radar, and it gives you all of the new releases of everybody you're following. Um, and sometimes some things that you may like, yeah. um, and then there's a couple of like, like I follow the pop justice, mm. new music, um, mm. playlist and stuff like that. And that's usually how I discover stuff. Um, but there, I took a quick look and I wasn't, I didn't see any artists that I was super excited about, but have you heard the new churches song? Um, two things you just said i i i, I think because so. I, I was going to say the radar i think i saw that for the first time today uh, and it had like a remix of the new sophie single um yeah. uh in there but if it's to do with what you you follow i probably don't get as good as as i should because i don't necessarily i don't use it all the time i probably don't follow yeah. enough bands i i haven't heard the new church single i don't think but weirdly enough toby played me a church's song today and he sort of described it as a, as the new churches but but then when pressed it was two years old so it wasn't <laughs> so it wasn't new new but uh, so no um, i haven't that's i'll have to send that to you it's, it's pretty good yeah. it's called over um and that i think came out last week there was a new icona pop song last week that made it onto my february list um listening to those two a lot and there's uh, and i wish i knew where i found this song but it's an artist named uh lamar l-e-m-a-r and it's called mm. future love mm. um and it kind of gives me a little bit and i know he goes by a different name now and i apologize for not knowing it but terence trent darby uh-huh. mm. um it's a bit like late 80s R&B pop sort of Terrence Trent Darby, Jermaine Stewart, that sort of mm. vibe. Um, I'm really enjoying that. But uh, because didn't then wasn't there a Lamar who was like associated with X Factor or something like that? Is this a different Lamar? Or might it be that that one? You know, I have absolutely no idea. It could be. It could be that Lamar because mm. he's. It looks like he's had albums out mm. since 2003. Oh, that might be him then. Um, I, I tend not to, I, I don't really watch X Factor um, or I haven't, I don't even know it's on anymore over here, but, but I'll, I'll, I'd always be less interested in male artists and female artists. I mean, I didn't yeah. really discover Girls Al- I mean, Girls Aloud were before the thing with Pop Idol, were they? I think they weren't, they weren't X Factor. Um, mm-hmm. on, on, and, and I didn't follow them being made. I, I, I think 
I think I was authentic deals. I was authentic. I heard the song and thought, well, this is good. And then followed them from there. I didn't, cause, cause, you know, sometimes it can get a bit, you follow somebody all the way through on a TV program and then you kind of feel you have to follow them even. Or, or I think the reason, you know, perhaps people have won the fate, one big single and then you don't hear them is because it's all down to the material and you might follow them through, through the series, but if the music's no good, you don't want to buy it. But, uh, right. Uh, um, I did. I can verify that that is the Lamar. Cool. Still around. Still around. Quite, quite a long time. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't really know what his hits were, but I definitely remembered the name. Uh, yeah. I don't know either. And it would have been around the time when I was like pretty actively mm-hmm. following that, um, kind of once i remember i was on a very illegal shady website when i was in uh, my undergraduate and that's how i discovered girls aloud because i was essentially following what was released yeah in europe um mm. that wasn't being released here because i was a massive pop music fan um so i kind of always paid a little bit of attention to what was on uh, pop idol or x factor after that just because you know um Girls Aloud was a smash and mm. sounded like nothing else, but nothing ever really lived up to the promise of Girls Aloud. That was a mm. kind of lightning in a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I, before I, I, I mentioned some of the things in my list. So as I say, some of them are going to be really. Uh, it's going to be one or two really old songs I've discovered, mostly through watching TV shows. For instance, um, American Horror Story sort of directed me to at least two different bands one one actually won't be in the list because i think the last series of american horror story sort of bridged the years it was like the end of, of 2022 and so i think some of them fell into but there's at least one song that i i'd never heard but we'll come to that in a minute but i think before we go on it's time for me to uh <laughs> to 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 talk about the yeti test <laughs> I'm probably going to giggle rather than what the Yeti test actually is. Um, so and I don't know that I've mentioned it on the podcast, but um, I, I, I have shared it with Adam, so I should share it with the listeners. Um, the Yeti test is the test I use as to how good a song is and a new song if I hear it. Um, if, if something happens, then it passes the Yeti test. If it doesn't or it takes a while, then um, uh, it, it, I don't, we don't, I don't, we don't know why it happens, except that I'm old and very emotional these days. Um, uh, so, um, yeah, if I listen to a song, it doesn't, it's not because it's sad. It's because it's brilliant. Um, if I listen to a new song and it makes my eyes leak a bit um, or a lot, <laughs> particularly if I've listened to it a hundred times in a row in, on rotation, um, then it's past the Yeti test. And sometimes that, that happens like first go and really if it's going to get into the into my playlist it needs to have passed the yeti test and um yeah i love the yeti test it's my favorite thing (laughs) i um i always feel very proud whenever i send you something and it (laughs) passed the yeti test (laughs) yeah um so so yes it's it's uh yeah i think the yeti test is probably always been there to a certain extent i just think it's more prevalent these days but it doesn't always happen though so some things don't pass the yeti test and listeners not every song adam sends me past the yeti test but i should think good 85 percent if not more do so which is a pretty good she's a pretty good yeah. uh, um you know uh i i um yeah i 
I think I think um, there's definitely some things I've and I've tried very hard. There's definitely some acts I've never, and I'm, and I'm sure it works both ways. But um, if I've never, I know you're a big Mariah Carey fan, and I've I've never really clicked with Mariah. But you have um, you found me me some songs that I I have liked of hers. So, yeah. but I've always said there's you know with 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 people that I, I always hope that there's something out there by you know in their oeuvre that um yeah. that i'm gonna like you just don't it's just not it can be a weird it can be weird ones though it, it, yeah. it, it it's not necessarily the the, ma- the major ones uh, yeah. um and mariah does well you know you know the sort of pop i do like and mariah doesn't necessarily do that sort of right pop quite um she's a little bit different
shall we look at some of the ones in my list and yeah. uh, deals? Are you, are you going to allow this? <laughs> Put your trousers on and stop showing your bottom, Adam. <laughs> stop showing off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm covering you up. We just just in case. We just don't know <laughs> what you're going to do, dears. You're very old these days. It's like, it's like the old lady at the party. You, know? yeah. you just don't know what, what's going to happen. <laughs> um, okay, you do that, just so. Um, the one of the first, well, like the first one on my list is is a a band that I'd never heard of until this is the American Horror Story one. It's mm-hmm. the song that they played on American Horror Story was called Horror Movie, and mm-hmm. it's by a band called Skyhooks. Mm-hmm. And they're like an Australian glam band, and this is like from 1974. And yeah. I just never heard the heard this song at all. I, I vaguely feel like it might have done okay, might have even might have even done okay in America, um, yeah. and Australia, but not in the UK. Um, did you know that song? I did not know this song um, at all, and. I I really liked it. pretty much the I listened to the two songs on your um mm. on your list uh mm. horror movie and, and living in the 70s and then I kind of like went to uh they have one other album mm. um which has a somewhat uh, well probably not just somewhat but a problematic title hot for the orient mm. Mm. um from 1980 and so I kind of went um into that a little bit and it's not quite as um fun and mm. uh, glam and poppy as, mm. as as the ones you posted but yeah no i had no idea i i i'm pretty well versed on 70s music but yeah. i had no idea no and i i, I managed to off because because i think that there is like a greatest hits that's on Prime, but a lot, a lot of it wasn't. There was stuff I, I was able to watch, find out what the singles were, and watch the the videos. Um, mm. Yeah, because the vid the video for horror movie and was was quite was off a TV show and was really good quality for the the time. I, I think I read that they were one of the first music bands to appear in Australia on color TV, or maybe the first night they did color or oh, something wow. weird, like because because color was a bit late coming to. Australia, they didn't really get color yeah. TV till about um, seventy five, by which time this had become a hit. So or, or was quite it was quite new sort of thing. I, I know that mainly because of following Aussie soaps and stuff from that sort of, yeah. from the seventies and eighties. But uh, and it, it probably explains why we didn't get some some of the Aussie soaps that we mm. um, because they probably wouldn't have wanted to have bought black and white stuff um, right. like when we had been in color for about at least five years by that point um but i did i did get a couple of cds of theirs from ebay and i have and, and i yeah some of the other songs i've heard that they, they aren't they aren't uh, as good as say those two but um there were some other ones on that first album i, I quite liked but it's still yeah. it's a it's a, a curio to um yeah just just to find mm-hmm. to find out about them now we will get to some newer ones. There's another old one that slipped in because a friend stuck it on the on his Facebook wall. It's a Crosby, Stills and Nash song called "Helplessly Hoping," which I I, I was very uh, into sixties music, but I I never really tried much Crosby, Stills and Nash. I know mm-hmm. some of them. I like I went. I do quite like the Birds and 
and I also, my dad listened, listened to the Hollies. I think Graham Nash was in the Hollies. So I, I, but yeah, I mean, it's a really sweet song. This was before David Crosby died that I got into this song just about a few weeks before. Oh, yeah. But, uh, had, had you ever heard that, that one? Have you heard, did you listen to that one? Yes. Yeah. Um, my, my parents were kind of the, I don't want to say like folk rock, sort of a little bit of like hippie rock sort mm. of stuff, um, singer songwriter stuff. So, um, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, um, yeah. obviously as well. Um, I do not like Neil Young. I prefer yeah. <laughs> just Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I I do know this one. Well, but when I like male bands, I do like bands when they harmonize, and that that's definitely the case in that. Yes. In that uh, yes. But uh, but the the next song on my list, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that you. Um, introduced me to, and it's not it's not new, but it's not as old as Crosby, Stills and Nash. Um, <laughs> it's wasn't my fault by uh, the Dream Beats and Christie. Is that is that right? Yes. Yes. Um, which? Is, how would you describe that song? Oh gosh, <laughs> I think it's uh, it fits into because I the Dream Beats are Scandinavian, I believe. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's um, I do like. It's kind of an all-encompassing term, but uh, Scandi pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's very very catchy and yes. Um, it, it's from it's from like twenty eighteen, or is it even earlier than that? It's it's certainly not it's certainly not new. Uh, yeah, it's not new. It's a uh, past ten years, I would say. Oh yeah, mm. uh, and and um, yeah, I, it's it's not like got. I don't know how how big it was how did you how did you come across it um i think that was one of the ones that i may have gotten from pop justice Uh, mm, mm. but yeah it's kind of got that like big anthemic max martin dr luke kind of yeah yeah. chorus and then the next the next one is another one that you introduced me to by louise who used yeah. to be an eternal, but obviously she's had a solo career far longer. But this, I think you said it was from a greatest hit, new greatest hits album or something. Was yeah, um, it's called Super Magic, and I think I heard it and I thought, oh, Sheena Easton, eighties Sheena Easton. Um, yeah, um, I definitely hear that, and I think you mentioned a little oh, bit of Olivia Newton-John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, it's again very. Very catchy. If 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 she'd have released that in the nineties when she was having, uh, or maybe even the early noughties when she was having hits, it yeah. would it would have, um, yeah, it, it it's got this. She looks very. Oh, there's a video for that one, isn't there? Because some of these things they don't always have videos. Um, I think so. Yeah. I'm I'm bad at watching the videos. <laughs> I, I've been pleasantly surprised by the last couple of things that Louise has put out. Mm. She's um she's certainly not resting on her laurels, so to speak. Yeah. I can't mem- remember now whether it was you or somebody else who recommended when she last did an album. I'm pretty sure I listened to that as well because it had a lot of sort of good press. Not that, that means anything in the chart terms, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we did um, Heavy Love. It was about three years ago. Mm. Had some mm. good stuff on it. Because um, I don't know. I, I sometimes I try and forward the uh 
the what do they call it pass it on or whatever so so if, if you recommend me a song then i might try and recommend somebody else who i, who I think will like it but uh i i sent it i sent it i sent i think i sent the dream beats and louise at the same time mm-hmm. and um i think they like the dream beats but they're a bit sort of oh louise um <laughs> uh, so i think she has a bit of a sort of you know her reputation is a bit sort of oh long time ago footballer's yeah. wife sort of thing i think it's which is a shame because it's just, it's a really really good song yeah um uh, uh, uh well then the next song on my list is a very unusually a very big song um mm-hmm. and was number one or has been number one i don't think i don't know if it's still number one but it, i think um it's been done extremely well it's flowers yeah. by miley cyrus um which um that didn't. That took more than bizarrely, considering how successful it was. That may have taken a couple of goes for me to um, for it to pass the Yeti test. Yes, now I, I, now I really love it. But uh, I do recall um, messaging you and saying how much I loved it, and you said it didn't pass the Yeti test yet. Oh, it, it has now, and I like. I like. It's almost like it's like a an instant classic you can imagine people will still be playing that yeah uh, yeah and, and the, the lyrics are, are, are good the actual the sort of yes the height the the the, the feeling behind the yeah the um but i think because i i kind of got used to the miley from the last album it, it seems yeah. quite quite simple by comparison or quite sort of uh it's softer yeah in a certain respect uh, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what a whole album worth of. Or, I'm excited or, for it if because yeah. I'm I'm not a huge huge Miley fan. I like more of her stuff than I think. Mm. I think I, I think I'm I'm a bigger fan than I probably realize. Mm. Uh, but Flowers is probably the best thing I've heard from her in a while. The Plastic Hearts was a good album, but. Yeah. Um, the the track with um Dua Lipa mm. Prisoner was that what yeah. it was called? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was probably the last one that I was like super crazy about. And I I got really into that album she did the sort of country or modern country type one. Oh yeah. The one album before that that's what sort of don't quite remember what order what order I stumbled across that but I don't think I'd really taken her that seriously. You know, she might do the odd song I quite like, but, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I uh, now, she, now I'm sort of, she's one of my top most acts that I get sort of excited for. I just like her voice and how it's, how, yes. deep, how deep it is in inside. Although it's, it's not in flowers, it's quite, but some of the stuff on Plastic Hearts, it, it's really sort of see what her range is. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, she's got a, a, a incredible, very unique voice, and I think she's. Um, it's rare that a pop singer, in some respects, uh, is a good musician as well, and not just necessarily like a good singer or good stage mm-hmm. presence or something like that. And I think she's like a really solid, good singer mm-hmm. and musician. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next one on my list. We're coming up to a glut. <laughs> you can see that I 
got into them all in, in one row. So we will cut them as one thing, but we'll come we'll come back to them because they're all old. Most of them are old ones anyway. But the next one is a new one, and it's because it's digging deeper. Um, it's an Alison Goldfrapp um, solo yeah, single. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know know much about. I know that she was. I guess it's not surprising that she's doing a solo album after all this time. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but where do you stand on Goldfrapp? I absolutely love Goldfrapp. Um, <laughs> and uh, that's what Dylan said. Um, she, I'm interested in this because it seems like she's pairing off with established or like respected um, dance music producers. Mm. for like separate tracks so i don't know if that's the concept of the album um because she had uh there's another single um called fever um Mm -hmm. which is not the the piggy lee uh version uh, fortunately or unfortunately but um like digging deeper was credited to her and Claptone, mm-hmm. and fever is allison goldfrapp and paul wolford Mm -hmm. um who's done a bunch of remixes of, of stuff that I really like. Um, they uh, remixed the second to last Jesse Ware single for yourself. Mm. Um, and I think they did some of the remixes for Mel C's last uh, album. So. Mm. Mm. Um, well, I look forward to, it's not that it's not, is it? it probably is a few years since the last golf album, but it doesn't feel that, doesn't feel that long. Uh, Goldfrapp is one of the few bands I've actually done. Usually, I prefer to have conversations or so, sort of about music, but I, mm-hmm. I can't remember what particular episode. But I did do a section in an episode just about how good Goldfrapp was. For, you know, because I can do what I like. Sometimes the things I do are a bit sort of random, and um, and yeah, one of the few bands I've ever singled out to say, "Ooh, um, I love this band." Uh, was Goldfrapp. Yeah. So. Um, I'll, I'll group these together because um, somebody, a friend of mine, told me about the new Lady Tron album, and I think it was the song "City of Angels" um, that that I heard first, and and I kind of forgot how much I like Lady Tron, and possibly even saw them supporting bands earlier in their right near the start of their career. Um, but I have I have to check with my old flatmate Callum, um, who's one of the, the, the people I went to the most gigs with, really, um, with some of these things, just to kind of, I sort of, did we see so-and-so? He's like, yes, we did, and can remember roughly the year, or the, whereas I'm a bit sort of vague with, I know, I know some people I know I definitely saw, some people, particularly they were supporting, or they weren't mm. necessarily notable at the time. Um, it, it's, it's a bit more un- uncertain, but that this is one of those things where starting to listen to them again i went back and listened to a number of other things so as as well as city of angels i've got faces which is another track off the new album Mm. i've got um uh white elephant um i think there's one called tomorrow which and and then i discovered that the well is there a lead singer does she count as the lead singer marnie yeah she'd done she'd done a um solo album and there was the tracks the hunter and hearts on fire and i couldn't remember whether i had heard those because they're about 10 years old um but the track i really like as well as city of angels was one called mirage which 
I play constantly. Um, and that seems to be quite from quite a good album as well, because quite a few of the tracks I like are from that album. But yeah, I don't know what it is about about Mirage. Have, have you? How, what is your relationship with Lady Tron? Do you like the new stuff, or um, any? Do you have any comments? <laughs> um, I always think that I don't like Lady Tron as much as I do, um, and I have. I the stuff from the new album that you've uh, sent me, I haven't listened to the whole album, but I've really enjoyed it. Um, and Mirage is great. And I think that's the last, I'm trying to think of the name of that album. Um, I think that's the last like lady Tron album. I really listened to grab gravity, the seducer. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and been about, there's been maybe one or two more and then the new album, I think, um, yeah. since that one. But uh, um, I, I just remember Lady Trump being huge when they first came out and really mm-hmm. enjoying them. Um, and then kind of they fell off my radar a little bit. But when Gravity the Seducer came out, um, gosh, that was probably about two or three jobs ago. And it was a, a job that I could kind of just like listen to and curate music all day while mm-hmm. I was working. Mm-hmm. Um and I went back and kind of like rediscovered missing Lady Tron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's sort of it's sometimes it's it's a bit of a, a shock and, and in a good way when when you kind of were really into a band and then kind of lost track of where they were and came back to them and then discovered. I, I was a bit like that with um, with Roxette. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really into Roxette in about around the time of Joyride and in up until Britpop sort of became really big and that, and then I sort of forgot about them but then I, over the years I'd hear the odd single I liked and um, then when Marie died I sort of went back and was playing stuff and I then discovered mm-hmm. there was lots more tracks than than I thought there were that I really liked um, um, yeah but it yeah, it's it's sort of and, and and then and yet there are also bands that you used to like and you go back and you think mm, yeah I was kind of right yeah with not following them because I don't really like them anymore <laughs> but, yeah. yeah um we won't name any names this time do we? we've got <laughs> too much good positive stuff to be saying yeah. today uh, the next one on my list is um the new Jake Shear single too much music yes. what, what do you think of this one I I love it and I'm very excited um the thing with Jake Shears is I think this sounds very much to me like a scissor sisters track. Um, and I think with his solo output, he was kind of trying to not sound Mm. like Scissor sisters for a little while. Mm, Um, even though that's kind of his sweet spot. Yeah. 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 And, um, do the television was one of my favorite singles. Well, that was sort of like a between album single. I presume it won't be on the new one, but I thought that was a great, that was a great song. And, um, that, that was the first solo thing by him that I've kind of really liked as much or even more possibly than some sisters sisters yeah. songs. Although I noticed the other day there was so much, there were so many clips from old TV programs. I can't actually find the video online anymore. I wonder if there's really? been a problem. I wonder if there's been a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I was just, found, I wanted to send it to somebody and I couldn't find it. Not in the form it, not in the form it, it was when it was first out where it was lots of, shimmering clips and stuff overlaid and it was a really interesting video i might be i might be wrong you, you might must have a look yourself but um i just wondered if someone somewhere had do you think they would have to have passed all those clips to have used them to start with but i don't know i guess i i i haven't watched it probably since it came out mm, mm. 
the bit the video for the new single is also mm. quite good though yeah yeah well, I'm, I'm looking forward to i'm hoping that the album will be as sort of strong as those last last yeah um because there was around the same time there he he was guesting with other people and i can't think who he guessed with uh, annie he did a single with annie didn't he did you, did you hear that one um did he? That one. yeah probably i had to have heard that yeah um I know he did uh, a track with Bright Light, Bright Light that I really mm. liked. Yeah. Um, and Purple Disco Machine, maybe? Or who was that? Um, Boys Noise. Mm-hmm. I may not have I mean, heard that one. I'll have to check that out. It's one thing I find when, when I'm editing episodes is that I end up going off to, if, if I'm, if, particularly if we're doing music and, and basically we're, we're making the episode up off Wikipedia, we might come across things that we've never heard of. And then I'm, I'm kind of, or, or a certain song that was number one in 1975 and we'd never heard of it. Time right. I've gone and explored it and then maybe explored some of the other songs. <laughs> it's taken me an extra three hours to edit the episode. But uh, the next song on my, my list is, it's not a new Jarvis Cocker track, but it, it's, it's from um, a film that, um, I've forgotten the name of the director. Where's Where's Anderson film? Okay, it's called Aline, which it's it's a cover version. What I didn't know is that he'd done a French cover, a French so, sort of. I guess they're mostly '60s songs. Um, a cover, a, a cover version album oh. around the same time as this movie. And I I do like Wes Anderson, and I haven't um, seen this particular one, so I'm, I apologize. I've forgotten the name. But anyway, the, the video appears to be, or the video I saw online appears to be the, the title sequence of the film, which there's a cartoon. It's not a, it's not one of Wes Anderson's cartoon or animation mm. films, but the title sequence is animated, and he mm. appears to be walking through it. Um, as a, ca- a cartoon version of Jarvis, um, oh. and um, I'm imagining if it's French, it's um, the movie is called The French Dispatch. Yes, yes, that's right. I think it's his most recent one. I, I, I was going to buy a copy, but it was still quite full price at the moment. But I'll have to, I'll have to see. But I, I think um, I, I was a massive pulp fan, and yes. um, I think it was yesterday, the day before, I uh, learned that um, Steve Mackey from the band had passed away. Uh, oh, gosh. Um, he was only 56, I think. Um, I don't know much about what what happened. I think it was an illness. But, um, but yeah, anyway, I was I was a big I was a big fan of Pulp, and I saw them in 95, mm-hmm. uh, around the time that Different Class came out. And I saw them again years later, after they'd sort of, uh, sort of dispersed and then come back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, for like a charity thing. I think it was at the Vaughan Albert Hall. I guess maybe Jarvis's first solo album I quite liked. But I, I, yeah, I, I want to like more of his stuff. And I recently really enjoyed the book he wrote about it, which was sort of part autobiography, part about his hoarding. And, and each anecdote was linked to a particular um, um, item that he'd found in his loft. And um, yes, yeah, so and I like, you know, if I see something where, you know, I, I saw, I think it was at the, the, the school you went to in Liverpool, the one that Paul McCartney's connected with. I think it was actually at at that school um he, he was interviewing paul mccartney for something a, a few years ago so Interesting. you know if there's anything i can see with jarvis involved I and mean, i know he does a lot of radio stuff but i just don't tend to listen to ra- radio a great deal but um, um yeah. that is that's the school that i went to yeah yeah I that's, what I, uh... that's what i thought and and um so i think i 
quite like to, I, I'm not buying vinyl as much at the moment because I'm just not buying much at the moment mm-hmm. uh, particularly when I've got things like Prime and I can download things. but on my list of things I quite like to get is this I think it would be quite a nice thing to have this French album with Jar- Jarvis um, he sounds like he's yeah. singing the sort of songs that he would have sung uh, in, in, in in a certain period of pulp not necessarily when they were at their, their most commercial but uh, oh right. sorry Dini is moving thank you um, the, the next person on my list, I've never really heard of, and I don't know whether you have prior to this, BC Camplight. Um, nope. No. And the song that I was introduced to is called The Last Rotation of Earth. And mm-hmm. it was, again, a friend posted it on his Facebook page. And it reminded me of a sort of, like a sort of slightly more experimental back. Okay, yeah. With sort of interesting or quirky or surreal lyrics, and um, but quite quite catchy, but also quite like in The Last Rotation of Earth. It's quite, um, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Just, it's quite a, the, the song is progressing quite normally, and then it will suddenly stop with it, with it, and there's sort of weird editing in it, which sort of works, but is mm-hmm. not what you'd expect. And, and, and I've heard one or two other songs of his, like shortly after takeoff, and, and, and also one or two others that, uh, like just the other day, that my friend, um, he seems to have been around for a while, but, uh, and I, I think he, I think he's American, but I think he's also done a lot of his stuff over here, or he's lived in yeah. London. And um, at, uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny how these p- people can have careers, and you know, you'd think that somebody doing the sort of music he does, uh, if it would be in the nineties or the noughties, he, he would be a lot more well known. He perhaps he perhaps he is within a certain. You know, I think I'm just very lucky that when I was into Britpop, a lot of the indie bands became very mainstream, and, uh, yeah. and that wasn't really the norm necessarily. The friend who posted um, on his wall, uh, you know, he, he still watches Glastonbury when it's he doesn't go to Glastonbury, but he did go to a big, um, the, is it the Primavera concert in in Barcelona, and, mm-hmm. and saw Wet Leg, and, and so I, I was probably the only modern band that, <laughs> that I recognised of the bands that he was very interested in, and I was sort of, I like Wet Leg, I like Wet Leg, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess when I was around his house and we were watching bits of Glastonbury, I. I didn't like everything I was hearing, and, and I was thinking, well, how big are these people? You know, I'm not sure that necessarily matters, but I mean, it's a weird thing where, right. where like Wet, Wet Leg, who aren't on my list this year, only because they haven't had anything new this year, but right. I, I, and they're in my 2022 list. The, but they've never had a, a top 40 single, as far as I'm aware, but they've had like a number one album, and I think they've just won, won a Brit Ward, if not two. So yeah. it, it, they, um, they won a Grammy here as yeah. well. <laughs> it's like that's, it's sort of you know you can understand it if it's like the seventies and like Led Zeppelin not releasing singles, but they have released singles or yeah. Like, uh, but whether whether they ever existed in physical form, I don't know. <laughs> um, then I've also on my list got uh, some songs by Brendan Benson because I think I thought BC Camp Light reminded me of Brendan Benson, who I liked before he was in the Raccoon. Before he was in the Raconteurs with yeah, um, is it Jack White? Jack um, White, yeah. Um, I, I had quite a lot of his albums, but again, he's somebody who I kind of hadn't listened to for ages, uh, and I think I was trying to find. I kind of typed into YouTube to see if he'd done anything new, and he had very recently. And then I ended up going down a YouTube sort of spiral of trying to find the albums that I liked of him, but I actually. Yeah. 
did really like the new stuff as well. Uh, it didn't seem like he changed a great deal in in the best possible way. But uh, um, I am entirely unfamiliar with Brendan Benson, yeah. Um, yeah. and I I couldn't have told you what band uh, he was in, but that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know if he was in a band, another any other bands before he. I only ever known him solo, and then the raconteurs being, sort yeah. Of, because, because the, the White Stripes were big and they did, it was like a, a, a super band, except not really that super, because <laughs> uh, they, weren't, they weren't quite of that level. Well, anyway, Brendan Benson probably wasn't. At, uh, let me see what the, there was a, tr- a track called People Grow Apart, which I really liked. Okay. Um, and it's just got a good, some, a good lyric. The next one on my list, I... Discovered by accident because Callum sent me, he sent me a song by Boo Radleys who did the song Wake Up Boo during Britpop. And mm-hmm. they, they were, they did quite a lot of singles, but that was the one that was really big. It was a little bit too chirpy for my liking, but he sent me, I think he sent me, he sent me two songs. He sent me the, a, a new song by Boo Radleys and a new song by Tapao. And I listened to them both. And I think I liked the start of the Boo Radleys one, but it sort of, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as the Tapao song, which was <laughs> appalling, absolutely <coughs> appalling. Now, before Coward Decker comes and <laughs> garrots me, um, uh, it does it does lead to a more positive experience because um, I, d- I don't know. It, it was very Brexity, very, I couldn't work out. It was like hearing somebody ranting in a pub and I couldn't work. And sometimes you hear bits and you're thinking, now, uh, this I'm not sure if this if this is supposed to, is this supposed to be a bad thing. It's yeah. like when people go on about about woke and things like that, and they kind of say it like it's a bad thing. And I'm thinking yeah. it's supposed to be a good, positive thing, or supposed to anyway. Um, and I, yeah, I, I, it was. I always thought we, I I I was really into to Pow, not really when they were there. I, about 1991, when they sort of emerged with their third album, I kind of liked a particular single and went back and bought mm-hmm. some of their earlier stuff. And um, but they had this sort of, um, I suppose you, you you could say it, it was where her voice is multi-tracked, and uh-huh. some, sometimes it feels like it slightly grates against the, it, it, it. She, you know, she's singing and, and it, it sort of. Bring, makes the song a sort of harmonic. Sometimes it can be a little bit like fingers scraping down a blackboard. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you really mean. No, um, sometimes sometimes I think the the, the songs are great, and sometimes I think ooh, and and, yeah. and 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 some of the what the one that Callum sent me, I can't remember if they'd even bothered to to multi-tracker, but I I went back and I tried to find. I think, oh, I wonder if there's anything from more recently that that is anywhere near as good as some of the stuff I used to like. And there were some more not very good ones. And then there was one that, although the video was very cheap, I yes. think it's possibly, it could be my favourite ever to power song. Oh, wow. Possibly. Well, it's certainly, if not a good to power song, it's certainly a good song. And, yes. Um, it's not a typical to power song. It is a good to power song. I mean, it's their song. I, I couldn't, I wondered if it was a cover. I wondered, I mean, just, again, she's had to kill me. Um, <laughs> It's a song called Run, and I, I think I said to you, it reminds me like something off, uh, 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 not that there are bad Mel C albums, but there are 
good out, mm-hmm. good and be- better. And I think like her most recent one was one of her best. It reminds me of something like sort of slightly dance pop or sort of yeah. Um, and and yeah, I was wondering, you know, and it's written by the usual people, and I was just thinking, gosh, that. Really, really good and it's a shame it wasn't a hit or you almost think it's a shame they couldn't have given it to somebody who had right. more chance of making a hit not in a not in a nice way to them but the chances of them having a big a big hit again is very, very unlikely and if it feels like somebody else could have maybe made it a hit i'm yeah. not sure who but um it wasted on them yeah um uh, carol decker is going to come after you yeah, you'll, you'll protect you and Delia will protect me and the dogs. The dog, uh, <laughs> even though you're in the wrong country, but uh, yes. get virtual reality, Adam, <laughs> we'll, turn up, we'll appear like a guardian. <laughs> um, anyway, let's hope she doesn't listen to the Charlotte podcast. I mean, let's let's hope she doesn't listen to Big Fatty Online. Uh, we're, we're, we're. <laughs> um, now the next the next song which uh, I really like is Breaking the Circle by Sophie Ellis-Baxter, which is the first single off her new album. And and the video literally came out a couple of days ago. The song had been out a few weeks. but um, Yes. I mean, I've loved Sophie Ellis-Baxter since before she was, when she was in a band called The Audience. And, yes. Um, and uh, I think I probably like, I, th- I think when she had her biggest success with things like Murder on the Dance Floor, I think, Maybe her first album is probably my least favorite album of hers. Yeah, uh, even though it was really big and and it was really good at the time, but I think she keeps on doing things that are uh, better. Um, yes, um, I think um, she's become much more interesting the further away she gets from kind of the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, um, and and she's probably one of the only people. Well, other than Jessie Ware, more recently, but I don't know that how good Jessie Ware's material is before that recent-ish album. I didn't yeah. I've never really listen to her stuff before that, um, whereas Sophie's been good forever. Um, yeah. I, I feel like she's like the nearest sweet thing we've got to a Kylie or a Madonna Yeah. Um, as far as a British act that does great pop music and consistently yeah. for like 20-something years. Uh, I mean, Kylie's honorary British anyway. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, I really loved the video, but it also slightly worried me that they, I, I guess they don't have, it It looked really good. She looked really good. And, yeah. and I loved it because I love close-ups on people and I like seeing people's faces and, and yeah. she isn't f- sort of front, front and center the whole thing. But there were times it looked like it was being, it had been filmed in a um, slightly upmarket swimming pool or changing room. <laughs> yes. Um, not not as bad as that, but well, it's not not bad at all. It looks it still manages to look very glamorous. But when when I'm thinking about, can you think of what I might be thinking about when I think of a video that was filmed in basically toilet cubicles? What song does that? What song does do you think I'm mentioning? Oh gosh, um, I know that there's definitely a Sugar Babes video that yes. was filmed in toilet yes. cubicles. Yes, which is one of now it's um, easy, easy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's just one of my favourite Sugar Babes singles, but. I just, I mean, I'm sure it was a very high, high class. It wasn't probably even a real toilet cubicle, but, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, for thinking about 
nightclubs I've been into, and, and you know, at three o'clock in the morning, a, a totally, you don't yeah. want to, I, I don't know if, I can't imagine that girls' toilets are much better than, than men's toilets, but um, yeah, I just didn't, I think the sugar babes deserve better, uh, but it just gave me flashbacks. I think, so, so, Sophie's, it, it reminded me more of a swimming, it's like a swimming pool changing room. It's just the, the tiling, the little, the little square, square yeah. tiling, um, but although it was, they were nicely red, why are we talking about this? It's my fault. Uh, but <laughs> do you do you do you understand my concern? It's 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 not yes. what it's not what the song's about, and I shouldn't even be noticing it. But it made my my mind wandered to uh, um, yeah concern that she, you know there there were some balloons. The balloons were very nice, but I just <laughs> I just I think I, I, my brain started to wander off. I can I can hear. I can hear something like the director going, go and get some balloons or something. We need to, <laughs> we need something to disguise yes. that this is a changing room in, in a posh wow. girl's school somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think she basically funds most of her own stuff. Like, yeah. I, so That's what I, I, I kind of thought, well, she's not going to have the budget for going to Venice or something. Um, <laughs> but, uh, now, next lot of songs I've got on my list, Old Tovalo, um, songs that sort of part, partly come from, um, uh, oh gosh, what's it called? Dirt, um, obviously. Dirt Fem. Dirt Fem, yeah. Um, cause I, I love, I love some of the, the singles and I, and I sort of, uh, discovered things like Grapefruit quite late. I, 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 I think possibly my single of last year was No One Died no in Love. No, no one died in love. love. Yeah. And, um, but I didn't explore that much else. One or two things. But I think I discovered grapefruit like right at the end of 2022. But mm-hmm. um, I've been discovering other tracks such as Call On Me and Suburbia and um, Attention Hall, which is probably my favorite. Um, oh, yeah. okay. But, but um, then she has released another single called Borderline, which is also extremely good. Um, it is. I probably do like other stuff by her, but... This just seems like, you know, so many of the tracks are, are really good. Um, I don't know whether it's just me and her, <laughs> you know, kind of meeting with the type of pop she's doing at the moment yeah. um, or what or what it is, or whether this is a particularly strong lot of songs. Um, Did uh, you like her Kylie duet? Um, which one was that? I... Um, it was called Really Don't Like You. That wasn't, was that on an album? Or... Yes, it was on, it was not on a Kylie album. Kylie uh, Kylie guested on uh Tuvlo's um I maybe don't know it well enough and I need to go and check it out or I might find I I do I've just forgotten but yeah I certain, certainly um don't know enough about that but uh yeah it's worth a listen it's um it was like kind of a single they did a like a promo video for it mm. um I believe they're at a karaoke bar mm. I worry that she gets cold. Oh, t- t- below in, uh, uh, <laughs> she, 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 she's been running around in her skimpies quite a lot. But, uh, um, if I, I, I looked like that, I would too. Yeah, me too. But um, again, I'm kind of, you know, I will. I was going to say because because hasn't she just gone on to her own label? So maybe she's got a little bit of the Sophia Lespexters where she's. Uh, um, yeah, doing doing it herself, and there's the video for Attention Horse. She's like, well, it's not a proper video, but it's because she's done a video for every single track on that album, and and mm-hmm. um, of some sort. There's the and some of them. There's the official video, and then there's 
the sort of continuing um, Dirt mm. FM film, and she's like on the back of a dinosaur, but. I think I don't think it's a real dinosaur. I don't think she could afford that. Probably not. Probably I, not. I don't think she could uh, afford to go back in time <laughs> and bring it bring it here. I mean, we've got virtual reality dinosaurs on the podcast, but uh, she didn't come to us. She didn't speak to my man, uh, um, Cromartine. So um, we're back to Sophia Lispector because I mean, I think this is a little, a little bit. Is this a little bit old? Uh, Deep in Vogue, which is a cover version, um, rhyme, rhyme so uh, featuring Sophia Lispector. So I don't know how. I don't think it's, I even knew it was a cover version. I think you had to tell me that. Yeah, yeah um, it it's pretty the cover version. The because she's done because it's rhyme so um, and what is what o w u h o h. Who did a who did a previous Sophie song? Uh-huh. Um, hypnotized. Oh yes. Oh right. Yes, I, I hypnotized was great. That was last year, wasn't it? That was on my yeah. Last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cover of a Malcolm McLaren song, and um, it's we we talked about how it's a little bit of um, uh, there's a the little bit of shadiness because it came out right before Madonna's Vogue came out yeah. and they're both dealing with the, you know, ball, um, mm-hmm. ballroom culture and how Madonna may have had Malcolm McLaren single killed at the time. And I, and I think I knew that there was this song. I didn't actually know the song, but that's how I do. So that's, that, that's, uh, um, yeah, I haven't actually gone back and listened to the original, but I do like I do like the uh, well anything with you know. Sophie gets her own bit of the song. It's good. She has to sing her own verse and stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> We're coming towards the end of um, this list, I think. But mm-hmm. I think I think it was you. Was it you who turned me on to the new Ava Max album? Yes, we did yeah. talk about it. Um, yeah. And turn off the lights is definitely on. My yeah. the whole album is actually really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Sleepwalker. Uh, uh, well, I mean that that the, there are just a lot of good songs on it. Um, and um, yeah, there have been other Ava Max songs I liked. Um, you might right. be the problem. That that's not that's not on the album, is it? I don't think. Or is it? Um, um, that, no. that sort of came out between single between albums. I presume. Um, I'm sweet- sure it is. But it sweet, is. oh, it is on there. Um, sweet but psycho. I also remember liking when that came out. Um, I that got a little overplayed here. Mm. Um, and it made me, I kind of wrote Ava Max off as like a discount Lady Gaga. Mm. Um, and this is the first album where I've consistently been like, oh, she's her own personality, yeah, yeah. But I liked One of Us and Last Night on Earth were two of my favorite tracks from the new album, Diamonds, mm. Diamonds, and Dance Floors, yeah. Yeah, it's certainly the sort of song that um, would rapidly shoot through the the Yeti test without really <laughs> flying colours. It's sort of uh, definitely definitely my thing, definitely your thing too, deals. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now the last few, last say two or three songs. Um, Toby's very keen on tennis, the band tennis, yeah. and um, th- every time I've watched their videos, I think her. her st- I don't know something about their style, st- stylizing that I'm not sure. That I'm thinking, is it, is it, is there going to be some? Is it a bit too arch? Is it a bit? Is it a bit f- like like as if you've 
they're going to be on a comedy show or something, which yeah. sounds horrible. Um, um, and I've never, but I've never really found that many songs of theirs that quite passed the Eddie test. Yeah. But let's make a mistake tonight. Definitely does, and mm-hmm. reminds me of Dragonette. Um, oh, yeah. A lot, um, which might help. But I also find perhaps not watching the videos is a good thing because I think that it's, it's weird. The, the videos just distract me a bit. I, you know what I mean? There's something about the stylizing that's very retro, but I in a sort of. We were, uh, we were discussing, I think, for this video, for the Let's Make a Mistake Tonight, that she seems kind of like a, she's trying to be a, um, like a Alison Goldfrapp impersonator. Yeah. 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 I think there's. there's it, I've definitely, in this case, fallen in love with the song. Um, aside from the, uh, yeah, the sort of the, the image. Now, the next one, I think this was another one you recommended, Drew Sycamore in the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I listened to a few tracks off that album and I didn't like anything as much as I liked in the club. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I'd come, I think I'd come back to it. I think I, I don't know much about Drew Sycamore. Do you, do you know much? Do you know much? Uh, um, not a lot. I, apparently she's been around for a little bit. Um, another Scandi pop. Yeah. Um, and this is she's having a bit of a moment with this. Um, there are, if I'm going to recommend, the album can be a little samey, and there's mm. nothing that like sticks. Mm. Um, but I really like she had a single last year that's on the album called Madonna. Mm. Um, it's got a bit of a hand clap in it, which yeah. I always mm. enjoy a hand clap and a and a whip crack sound effect. And also, um, there's a song called Surfer that has a bit of flute in it, which is bizarre, but I think you might like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next song is "A Modern Girl" by Sing Sing, who are a band. This is me just dipping into the noughties. Remember, I can't remember what triggered me off or what made me want. Uh, I, I'm sure it was just somebody else posted something, or I, or I was just thinking about associated people from this band because one of the singers is in the, was in a band called Lush and. I've read the other singer's autobiography recently, and I don't know quite what it was, but I I forgot how good Sing Sing were, and that particular album that was, which was their second was, um, and there was another song called Lover off that album, which is which was really good. I was just very pleased to find that it was actually, you know, in the times of streaming, some more obscure songs on on less on smaller labels can go sort of right missing. Um, did you like that one? Yes, yes, I did like yeah. that one very much. I didn't I didn't realize um she was from Lush. Yes, I think that's right. I think she maybe the lesser known of the two, although Lush was never a massive, massive band and they they, they sort of did have some success around the time of Britpop. But uh, if we if we finish stuff on my last song on this playlist is by Susan Sunfor, who I remember really liking for the song Fade Away a few years mm-hmm. ago. But um her new stuff sounds by Enury. Um and yes. I, I do I like it, but I, I do like it. And but it's very different and less uh, sort of electro and mm-hmm. I don't know how much I would like a whole album of that style. Although I used to like Enya back in the day. And it's yeah. it's it, it it's just how would you describe it? It feels like her voice is almost more suited to that style in, mm. in some respects. Her voice has always kind of like been a bit dreamy and sad for me, um, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's got that kind of like dreamy world pop sort yeah. of feel. Yeah, definitely.
Adam, I mean, this, these, um, this uh, ever-growing, I mean, we are very early into 2023, really. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's I, I, I'm sort of, even though my list is a bit mixed, there's still a lot of new stuff in there, and I'm quite excited for 2023. Um, um, I am too. I've got a couple of little questions to ask you after we, we say goodbye for the first time we have to do this we, we, have, we have to say goodbye then come back about 300 times um <laughs> but uh, um but yeah maybe we, we can talk again later in the year or towards the end of the year and see what else has come out that yeah. that has excited us um i, I must say i was uh, i was <laughs> i was like when uh, you, you bring music to fan monkeys episodes and um and uh, well to be fair, Jerry seems to know quite a lot about. Does he? He knows quite a lot about music, doesn't he? Um, yes. Obviously, you're the king, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you, you're often educating Ricky. It seems. Um, in, uh, yeah, yeah, Ricky. Um, he enjoys the education. Uh, sometimes I think we're a bit um, too sassy about it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he, what tales. You can come and join the, sh- you can come and join the show if you want. You're still recording. This tail, your tail is all fluffed up. What, what, what have you been doing? You've been listening. You've been listening to the Ava Max album. What's <laughs> going on? Come back here if you want. Sorry, um, um, he, he's the nearest I have to to a Ricky and Jerry on this show. Uh, well, other than all the the other characters that are on this show. But uh, anyway, well, thank you for joining me and thank you for going through my list and. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if if there are if there are any other songs that I need to know about, I, I know you'll. I feel bad for not asking you more about songs that that you like. Except most of the songs on my list that are amazing are yeah. ones you've recommended. So it feels like it is a kind of it's really your list with my bit with a few bits of mine stuck on top. But, it's it's a it's a collaboration. Yeah, yeah. So I hope you don't feel, feel like. <laughs> I hope you don't feel. I hope you don't feel like we've left anything off. <laughs> uh oh you know what we didn't mention i don't think we mentioned pearls oh no why didn't we mention that why was that not on that list um that must have dropped off um yes definitely stop the episode dears we're not going yet <laughs> uh we mentioned um we mentioned jesse Ware, but uh yeah yeah i'm gonna have to check that list and see where that's vanished from um that's one of the one of the best songs that that I've heard being released this, this year. year. <laughs> yeah. How would you describe Pearls? Oh gosh. Um a little bit nineties house, a little bit disco. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it sort of follows on the from um the the uh style that she was doing with uh with with what was that album called? The the, the What's your pleasure. What's your pleasure, yeah. Which is a, such a good album, which yeah. Yeah. Because it feels like a bit like with disco, with Kylie's disco album, it feels like it covered about three years because mm-hmm. it, did it come out in about 20, 2020 or twenty twenty one, and then there was like yeah. the the revived or the extended edition. There were some good tracks off that. Um, yeah, um, she and Kylie did a collaboration for for the extended version of disco. Yep. Um, yeah. Oh, and 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 then and isn't this isn't this sort of all part of she she on the way to doing a new album is is that the like i can't remember what i what i pre-ordered now is, is, has she got an album to pre-order i can't remember I can't. <laughs> she she does um it's yeah. called that feels good oh yeah yeah 
hopefully hopefully more of the same or similar deals. Yes. Yeah. You want to dance around the living room, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it gives me such a look. Um <laughs> anyway, yes. Well thank you. Yes. Thanks for mentioning that. I don't know where the, for- I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to jump back on that that list and make sure that uh, i was listening to the playlist yesterday when i i had to go out and about and and now i think about it yeah i think it might have fallen off the list it's got to go back on um i don't know what's yeah. happened there uh i mean that one definitely didn't i would have strutted down um stains high street <laughs> with far more sassiness had that been on, on my list <laughs> anyway a couple more questions after the after we said goodbye but uh, um thanks thanks once again and um, um we'll have you back again soon and keep up the good work on Found Monkeys thank you thanks for having me Uh, pleasure bye for now listeners bye 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 on with the new Kylie album what do we know what there seems to be some confusion as to when it's coming out and um I think I think you might have suggested to me that, that maybe she'd delay it because lots of other people were releasing albums um or, or did I imagine that yeah. did I even imagine I, I, did I even imagine <laughs> that it was that there was rumors about a single coming out uh, uh, like a month or so ago, um, and then I couldn't find the article anymore to, that, that I'd seen. Um, it feels like yeah. it's a dream. There's always so much speculation about Kylie with, I mean, like when you're that big of a star, mm-hmm. people are going to speculate and talk. And it just seems like there's so much more of uh, rumors swirling around, like people like her and Madonna, mm-hmm. um, about like what it's going to sound like and and when the singles are going to come out. There was definitely an article that said she was going to release a single ahead of her World Pride appearance. Oh, uh, yeah, which um, has just happened, she, I think, or was, has it happened? Or it's around this time, isn't it? It uh, it has happened, and um, not to not to get off topic of her new album, but she did have a surprise Danny appearance for the finale, oh. which was lovely. Ah, uh, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, we're waiting with bated breath, aren't we, Dios, for the new Kylie? We, we we hope we won't have to wait all year. Uh, or- no, I think I think we'll probably get a single in the summer. I think yeah. it'll follow a similar cycle to disco, which I think wasn't um, say something around June. Yeah, and I think the album came out around the time of my birthday in November. Or, or yep. it certainly felt it was sort of around that time because I was all yeah. excited and getting lots of different versions turning up and things. Um, and uh, yeah, well, what do you want from? What do you want? What do you expect? What would you? What would you <laughs> like uh, from a new Kylie album? Um, I think that she's going to go a little more modern. I think that she's going to go in probably the a similar direction to Jesse Ware, whereas. It felt like Jesse Ware's What's Your Pleasure album was very um, a bit human league mm. and a bit like kind of like 80s 
synth pop and then she's kind of going a little bit more 90s mm. now i think with the singles for yourself and pearls um so i think kylie's going to continue that trend and i think that basically she went kind of late 70s early 80s on disco um i think we might be getting a little bit of an update to the body language sound mm, deals what do you think about that deals is very excited <laughs> as you can see clearly <laughs> um no, that's well, that's a, that's a good idea uh whilst i'm whilst i'm here and thinking about um kylie why is it that so many people seem very down about the X album? I, I I mean, I don't think every track is, I think there's one or two weak tracks, but I think there's one or two weak tracks on most people's albums. And I think yeah. the, the high points of X are some of my favorite moments of, of Kylie. Yeah. Um, um, X is kind of a special album for me because that's the only album that came out when I lived in the UK. Yeah. Um so there was a lot of promo. She did the um, the Kylie show TV special. Mm. Um, and it was the first I had seen the Aphrodite tour in America. Um, but of course, like the fan base is so much larger over there. Mm. And so to see like a large scale spectacle Kylie tour um, for the X album was, was really special for me. Um, I think given that it was her first album back after cancer, Mm. people expected it to be, I don't know, bigger and more celebratory. And I think there are parts of X that are kind of like dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then I remember when I saw the, when I saw the video for two hearts, I was like, you know, um, wow. I think I was probably expecting something a bit, a bit, a bit more sort of mainstream, and that wasn't. And, and I, but I was really there for it. And um, yeah, uh, it, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. Really, it was really cool. We liked it too, wasn't we? Because we liked the sort of um, electro pop of that that sort of era, and, yeah. and all, all of the stuff that didn't get released on the album that that was i mean i i don't i don't necessarily think that well i just think she had really good songs on the album but she had really good songs that she didn't use i wouldn't want yeah. to be like picking and and saying i i just it could almost have been a double album or she could have released an a, another album uh, yeah very, very soon after or 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 had these extended albums been more of a thing then which i i, I feel like saying that was didn't happen as as often um probably with these days you probably just get those extra songs as the uh, the the, the first time i i'm sure it was before that but um um what with lady gaga and um the first album and then the 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 fame uh, monster yeah and all that sort of thing um being one of the first sort of extended and everybody started doing extended albums but i'm sure it happened before then but um, that's definitely the one I sort of remember as being yeah felt like a new newish thing that way of extending albums but anyway yeah. well um, it'll be all very exciting and hopefully next time we speak we'll have some new Kylie to talk about oh, I would love it <laughs> I gotta go now
been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow. Really? No kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Oh, oh uh, Adam, uh, are you still here? I'm so glad it's, uh, it's me, Yeti Uncle John. You may, it's been a while since I saw you. I don't know if, I, I think we may have spoken behind the scenes last time. I don't think we ever interacted, but uh, uh, I, I know you're you're a pop guru, aren't you? Yeah, uh, that, that's me. Yeah, it's, it's quite a pleasure. I, I, I am a, 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 a listener of, of, of the Foul Monkeys, you know. I, I do know I do know all, all about, I mean, I've... I've only listened to the ones you're on, but uh, um, but you've been on it a long time. It's, it's quite, I, I just wanted to ask, you know, I'm known for my merchandising, and um, I, I do I do merchandising for Paul, but uh, I've also quite quite a lot of pop merchandising. Now, uh, if you hear anybody saying that, uh, you know, there's merchandise where where the ink runs on the t-shirts, it, it's not true. It's not true. It <laughs> happened once. It just happened once. Unfortunately, you know, you know, the weather in England can be a bit bad, and and and, and you know, people who bought my t-shirts went out in the rain and when then found that they didn't have um, any any pictures left on on their t-shirt but it was a one-off it was a one-off um i'm willing to offer my services to fan monkeys should you need merchandise i know i know uh, you know that that uh, that you you may already have all this you know in in in, uh, uh, all arranged but uh, if i can be of any help whatsoever please let me know because uh, um you know I, I, i like to connect my my um uh, my, my business with, with, with uh, top podcasters, so uh, top podcasts as well. So, um, um, if it's anything, if it's anything I can do, then uh, uh, just just ask, just just ask. And uh, just, I, you know what, we are we're on the market yeah. for some merchandise, so we'll be in touch. We'll, our people will call your people. Oh well, that that's, that thrills me to the most thrilling point of my being and uh uh yes I, I, well i i really want to make my that i really want to make that break over to the states so uh uh uncle john what are you doing are you talking you shouldn't be talking to the guests oh sorry paul just 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 going i'm very sorry adam i'm terribly sorry um no, whatever he said if, if he tries to say that any part of his business is legitimate then um please don't don't listen to him don't don't do a single thing with merchandising with with your uncle john um, um it'll be the ruining okay. of you it'll be the ruining of you um but Good uh, to know now yes oh dear oh dear, oh, dear. <laughs> uh, come on come on dearly we need to go and sort your uncle john out well we better go it's been great speaking to you but we'll, we'll, we'll speak to you soon oh dear oh dear what is he up to dearly oh dear Podcast. Perfectly normal. 
<laughs> he ain't all that shy. No. <laughs> I've met him. Oh, kitty kitty dearie. Purr, purr, kitty kitty kitty. <laughs> oh, I love Dee Uh, six. What? No, wait. Yeah, 620, baby, right there. 620. <laughs> 620. Yeah. Yeah, you got your big 620 there. This is just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I did find Deals, please. <laughs> can, you not, can you not show your bottom on the screen? <laughs> the, the listeners oh, don't, can't no. see it, but <laughs> you should be wearing, wearing a Merkin deal. Stuff. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that kind of podcast. <laughs> um, here we go. I, I had it all up on the screen. I have so many tabs open on my computer, um, like ridiculous amount of tabs. Always. Uh, Deals, can you sit down? Like. <laughs> uh, see, your dogs don't do this, do they? On fan monkeys, it's just a it, no, no, they're much better behaved. They're much better behaved. Yes, they are. Macduff um, is listening, though. He's sitting He's sitting over here in one of his many beds. Like being really quiet, Jules. I suppose you are being quiet, but uh, um, here we go. Uh, I'll chop all that. I'll chop all that bit out. That'll go on the outtakes bit, Jules. Six hundred and Is this show over with yet? I love the Yeti test. It's my favorite thing.